Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where we talk about life. We, excuse me. We talk about liberty, and we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and we show you, the audience, that us Cajuns here in South Louisiana do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you're located. Just remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. You should rejoice, and you, be, you should be glad in it. It could be worse, ladies and gentlemen. I talked to a friend the other day, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me. He um he made the remark about his truck. And he was like, Man, my truck is uh is messed up. My truck is this, my truck is that. He's like, life is just rough. And I told him, I said, it could be rougher than than just a broken truck. You know, there's some people that are in hospice care. There's some people that are going through trials and tribulations all over the place. So a broken truck or you having a bad day of a something that might not matter, hey. It all, you know, it could be worse. Let me just say it like this. But anyway, it, it, it spiritually, it could be worse for anybody if you don't know the Lord. So that's why we encourage you to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, on a different note, if you're listening <clears throat> and you're a regular listener, like Isaac, where were you on Thursday morning? Well, I had to work. And with ministry and with this new job I have, I got a lot of more hours after work. So um, to get into the studio sometime is hard. But uh, I, I'm going to work out my schedule. We're doing some stuff. We're trying to rearrange our times to uh, get a show to you every Thursday. You will have the Monday morning show because I do that on the weekends, and I'm off every weekend. So that that's what, you know, is going on. I apologize. But uh, all to uh, everybody that's, that's a new listener, if you this is your first time listening, welcome to the Cajun Conservative family, by the way. Um and also hit the subscribe button and follow. It'll be it help me greatly if you do. Um, but um, we release a show every Monday and we release a show every Thursday. We will have some changes coming up in the beginning of the year. And uh, <clears throat> we're, we're just trying to lighten up the the, the studio here. So we're going to have some changes and all that good stuff. But uh, remember that, you know, whatever happens, God is in control. That, that you know, that's what we're going to, we're going to, you know, touch on. I, you know, to have our life. We just got to remember that Christ is in the center of everything. All right, so let's go ahead. We have a lot of news, ladies and gentlemen. and uh, But I found this piece at, in the Daily Caller, and I thought it was a, a pretty good article to open up on. And look, ladies and gentlemen, the, the economy is bad. I, look, I, I deal with a lot of people on the left. I haven't made a TikTok video in a while. And uh, that is because, again, of scheduling, um, work, and all that stuff. I just, I, I, can't, I can't make it all the time. Or I can't, you know, do like I used to do. I used to have time to where I could put TikTok, ad, uh, TikTok ads or TikTok uh, shorts and YouTube shorts and all that. is It's hard. It's hard right now. But like I said, hopefully with a new schedule, we can go ahead and uh, get a lot of that done. Uh, Y'all pray that, you know, that that I become a big time podcaster and uh, I could do this all the time. But, um, but uh, I deal with a lot of people on the left and some people are just out there. They think that President Biden is doing a real good job. They think that there's some people out there that think Biden is the greatest president ever in American history. There is some that believe that the economy is really doing well. And look, ladies and gentlemen, to the Democrats' credit, inflation has come down. And gas prices are down a little bit. And uh, like the White House tweeted out, 14 million new jobs, student uh, debt relief for millions of borrowers. Um, the only ones that really helps is the student that borrowed the money from the taxpayers that, that fund the government. Uh, the most significant gun violence prevention legislation in nearly 30 years, uh, we're still having violence. Uh, low prescription drugs, health care, and energy costs. Forgets that Donald Trump put those wheels in motion. And the White House put the President Biden is delivering for the American people. That's from the White House. But this this right here tries to quote some of the, the, uh, the accomplishments of President Joe Biden. But President Joe Biden has brought this country down worse than what than ever been before. Like I said, look, uh, Jimmy Carter's wife passed away last week and she was laid to rest uh, at the time of this recording. And look, ladies and gentlemen, Jim, Jimmy Carter's there. And look, Jimmy Carter's in hospice. And look, I pray for Jimmy Carter. I pray that his health improves. Ladies and gentlemen, but on a note, this 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 president, Jimmy Carter, can go to his grave saying, look, I was not the worst president of the United States. And unless there's one that comes after Joe Biden, 
Joe Biden will be labeled the worst president of the United States because he quotes like jobs. Okay, 14 million new jobs. Ladies and gentlemen, that is because people have to get two or three jobs to survive. Think about that, okay? People in America working a 40-hour a week should be able to pay their bills. But they have to go get other jobs to try to bring in some income to support their family. Or the spouse of one has to go find a job because there's not enough money coming in to pay the bills. Lower gas prices. Yeah, gas prices are going down. But if you compare it to what Donald Trump brought it down to, it's not really that low. It's hitting an average. Um uh, inflation, the, the the inflation number. Oh, the inflation is uh, is coming down. President Biden did so much to bring inflation down. Inflation, I think, is still over six percent. Yeah, but we brought it down from nine point one, and they forget that we were sitting at almost a two percent inflation under Donald Trump. So President Joe Biden brought up inflation to 9.1 and has brought it down. And now he's trying to say, look, we brought inflation down, but he was the one that brought the inflation up. Okay. And look, people say, well, no, that's, well that was Donald Trump. No, that was not Donald Trump. That was the 30 some executive orders. If I remember correctly from the first day that he was in office. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why I turned to this article today from the daily caller which i think was a, a a great article written and there was a poll written and this is what the article's lab uh this is what the article is titled faith in the american dream plummets under biden this is a poll this was done by the washington uh the wall street journal and narc and approximately 36 36% of voters say that the American dream, as defined as the notion that if an individual works hard, they will get ahead, was uh, uh, was brought down, was down from 68% who said that the same last year. So ladies and gentlemen, the year before, 68% of people said, look, the American dream is going forward. You could still achieve the American dream. But now only 36% of Americans that they polled say no. The American dream is no it does no longer is no longer existed. Now, the, like what is the concept of the American dream? The American dream is based that anybody could be successful. Successful. Anybody can make it. And that is that is true to uh, uh, that, that the, the dream is still there. I'm not going to be one that's doom and gloom and tell you that the American dream is dead, is gone, it, it will never happen again. But ladies and gentlemen, it's a little, ladies and gentlemen, it's harder to achieve it now, especially under this current president. And like I said, the, the, the concept of the dream that anybody can make it, anybody can be rich, anybody can be successful. But ladies and gentlemen, it's it, 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 the dream, it's the dream, it's dying. It's not dead, but it's dying because of high inflation. Oh, Isaac, hold on. You said President Biden brought down the inflation. He did. But it's still high. And look, also on that note, you notice the White House never talks about, or the media never talks about how the cost of living is still going up. Inflation's coming down, but the cost of living is still going up. They don't talk to you about that. Half of the poll rep, uh, representatives said that the quality of life in the United States is poorer than it was 50 years ago, compared to less than a third of representatives who felt it was better. Now these, these are poll numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the, the idea of the American dream seemed more unattainable to women and younger poll, re uh, 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 people, according to the wall street journal and narc poll compared to 46% of men, only 26% of women surveyed said they believe hard work would guarantee success. And only 28 of the, the people that took the poll is in the under 50 bracket felt the same compared to 48 in the over 50% bracket. Additionally, only 35% of uh, represent, uh, uh, people who responded to the poll felt the economy was in good condition, according to the Wall Street Journal and the NARC poll. Higher inflation rates across the board have pressured Americans to spend less on non-essentials such as vacations or eating out. And price increase were, were the biggest financial issue for 82% of Americans as of November of 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, and look, look, I'm here. I, look, I, I do talk about things that concern me on this podcast, a lot of political stuff. 
But ladies and gentlemen, the 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 concept of America, the country of America and what it was founded on was was the was the premise that if you work hard, you will be successful. If you go ahead and you if you strive to do better, you will become you will become better and you will do better financially and just all across the board, you would be you do better. But ladies and gentlemen, when I see a poll like this, especially from the Wall Street Journal, which is not friendly to conservatives, NARC is not friendly to conservatives. The American and people are feeling that the American dream is dying or it has died. Why? Well, ladies and gentlemen, all the reasons I quoted earlier, high inflation, gas prices being high. Yes, they look, I look, I will, I will, I will give you facts here. I won't give you, I, I won't shade something like, like we're going to talk about another, another commentator and writer later on. I won't hide certain things to prove my points. I will tell you, look, the inflation has gone down. Gas prices have gone down. But if you compare it to the Trump, era is still high so you still you you and also the cost of living like we, we all the area all the things i brought up this is why the american people feel that the american dream is dying it's not because the the it's not it's not because they just oh well we're conservative we're going to keep our money no ladies and gentlemen people are living paycheck to paycheck in this nation and it's sad okay it's sad when you work work your pants off for something and all you see is high taxes all you see all you see is is money hungry grabbing politicians and i'm going to say politicians because they're the left and the right they both like money adding more and more debt to this country they, they, they they're printing up more and more money which adds to the inflation all because they want to keep the government open or they got to keep the government running. And look, I, look, we need government. I'm not against, I'm not against government. All right. I'm not against like, like there's some people in the libertarian movement that believe that we should get rid of all the government. We should get rid of all the cops. We should get rid of all that. I'm not like that. I'm not that far right. Ladies and gentlemen, but, um, but the government is, is wastefully spending money. They're wastefully spending money and, 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 and to, to, to pay their bills, they're charging us more as American citizens. And look, look, I know a lot of small business owners, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I'm somewhat labeled as a small business owner. As BGS Media, is, we're trying to grow this business. But ladies and gentlemen, it, it's hard. Look, I, look, my boss now is a small business owner. I know another small business owner that that collaborates with my boss. My my parents are small business owners, and ladies and gentlemen, it's not getting easier. There's always a new law. There's always a new tax. There's always, there's something that always pushes people down, and this is why, according to this poll, majority of Americans believe that the American dream is dead. And ladies and gentlemen, it's it's sad. Faith in the American dream plummet under Biden. This is what this article is saying. Now I'm I look and look. I'm not I'm not trying to glorify Trump. I'm not trying. I'm just I'm just stating facts here. Ladies and gentlemen, people were getting they had money under the under the Trump administration. Gas prices, at least in my part of the world, was were un, was under. Two dollars. I think I think it was like 172 to 175. It was between 170 and 180 a gallon. Ladies and gentlemen, we were oil independent. That's why gas prices could go down. Ladies and gentlemen, inflation was under two percent or right at two percent. This is facts. We didn't have no war in the Middle East to drive up the oil prices. Putin Maybe thought about going to Ukraine, but he didn't dare go because Trump was there. Ladies and gentlemen, people had hope under Donald Trump. People were happy under Donald Trump. But but some in the American in the in some in America, let me just say it like that, voted for a man that was senile 
and liberal. He, he ran as a moderate, but he wasn't. People voted in America and thought that an old senile grandpa sitting in the White House would be better than a man that had things done. Donald Trump was not in politics long, ladies and gentlemen. He, he's about to go. He's running for his third time as president. And I think if you had to round up probably 10 years being in politics or involved in politics, now he would endorse and stuff, but he, he would like as for running a campaign. He's been doing it now for 10 years. Biden has been in office for over 40 years and did not get as much as accomplished as Donald Trump did. Now, I'm not trying to say this isn't a campaign um, ad for Donald Trump. I'm just trying to fa- tell you the facts. People don't want Biden in office no more. I just I, I, I feel that. This poll showing that the American people don't want Biden no more. When when the faith in the American dream is dying because of politics, and look, just not Biden. I believe this is Democrats all across the board as well. They don't want Democrats in office no more. Now people might say, well, what about Kentucky? What about what about the last elections? What about this? What about okay? You can have your point on that. But ladies and gentlemen, right now people are starting to feel the pinch. People are starting to feel the economy that that is the, the economy is struggling. The Biden economics is, isn't working. And because of that, they lost faith in the American dream. What made America great that anybody can be successful. Anybody can make it. But it's dwindling. Now, look, on my closing statements before we get into our second segment. I believe the American dream is still alive. I believe it's, uh, every American has an opportunity to be successful. Every American on this planet, well, on this in this country, can make a million dollars if they dedicate their lives and they they work hard and they <coughs> excuse me they find something that they could do to be successful and not give up. Every American can do that. And look, when I mean every American, I mean every race, every gender, every every American has the opportunity. But ladies and gentlemen, I do agree with some people in this. I'll probably be in that stat of saying it's possible, but it's very difficult. And ladies and gentlemen, the government isn't supposed to be supposed to be like this. The government isn't supposed to make it harder for the American people to succeed. They're supposed to help us succeed, because if we succeed, the government and the country will succeed. But ladies and gentlemen, when you have, and look, I'm talking about both sides, right and left. When you have politicians in Washington, right and left, like I said, that care more about their pocketbook and their party's agenda than the American people, this is the problem we have. Faith in America, faith in the American dream should still be alive. But ladies and gentlemen, it's hard to believe it because of our country's ways. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back in a few moments, so please stay tuned. How you doing, everyone? Isaac Hayes here. I'm here to talk to you about Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. I've been part of the trucking industry for a few years now, and I know the importance of finding a company that won't just sell you a truck or piece of equipment, but will take the time to know you and help you through the process and checking in on you after the sale. That's why we are proud to announce our partnership with Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Smith Truck and Equipment Sales is a family-owned and operated pre-owned truck and trailer dealership in Lafayette, Louisiana, who have been serving Acadiana for over 40 years. They offer full service, parts and accessories, and financing. They also buy used trucks of all makes and models. You can visit Monday through Friday from 7.30 to 5 at their location at 3010 North East Evangeline Thruway. Or visit their website, smithtrucksales.com. You can also give them a call at 337-234-0557. And let their friendly and experienced staff take care of all your truck and trailer needs. Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Tell them the Cajun Conservatives sent you. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one hook. Not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the podcast. BLM leader endorses Trump 
for 2024 accuses Democrats of racial policies. We're not stupid. That was a quote from the BLM leader. And this is it's not the overall leader, but uh, it is, I believe, the one in New Jersey. It's uh, Mr. Mark Fisher, who is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter in Rhode Island. So he went ahead and endorsed Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, you know it's bad, okay? When Black Lives Matters co-founders are starting to endorse Donald Trump. Now, I can hear some of you that are on the left. Well, hold on. Y'all condemn Black Lives Matter. Y'all condemn the... Look... But maybe they saw the errors of their ways. This dude did, at least. But it goes back to my last state, last segment where we talked about the American dream dying. Ladies and gentlemen, the American dream is not dead, but it looks like it's dying, That basically. And ladies and gentlemen, for, for hardcore Democrat-leading uh, organizations to come out against the Democrat Party, that means they don't like the Democrat Party. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a, it's a, this is, like I said, this was a big story when I saw it and ladies and gentlemen, I just, it's, 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 getting bad out there when black lives matter starts voting for, uh, Joe, uh, voting for Donald Trump on, on that note, um, on the Monday, on the Monday episode, we will be talking about the debate that's going to be happening at the time, at the time of this recording, we are recording on November 30th and I'm going to release it, uh, November 30th before the, um, before the uh, the debate, but the debate that I've been anticipating and I couldn't, I can't wait to see Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom, Fox on Fox News. And ladies and gentlemen, this is gonna happen within the hour of Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity is moderating the debate, which I think is gonna be awesome. Uh, I, my only my only concern for the debate, I just hope Sean Hannity don't go ultra conservative with this debate. And what I mean by that is because look, I'm tired of seeing debates where moderators that are ultra left and they, they just, they, they go ahead and they crucify the candidates. Now, Gavin Newsom and Sean Hannity are friends. They have a, they, they, they have a difference of opinion on a lot of stuff, but I believe they're friends. And this is why Gavin Newsom agreed to this debate. And Ron DeSantis loves Sean Hannity. I just hope that that Sean Hannity does the right thing and asks neutral questions, but do not stray away from the issues. Now, this could be potentially a preview of a Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom presidential debate. Why do I say that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we, we're seeing that that Biden is stumbling. Biden is not having a good time right now. His poll numbers are down. I don't think he makes it to the convention. I'm not talking about him passing on or anything. I'm just I'm just saying I don't see him making it as a candidate to the convention. There is a there's a congressional leader that is running against him for the Democrat Party. Uh, you have uh, Robert uh, Kennedy that's playing a role in the numbers. There's there's a lot of factors here. I don't see Joe Biden making it. I could be wrong, but I, I don't see him making it to the convention and becoming the nominee. On the other hand, there is some other people like Gavin Newsom, Michelle Obama, and others that if Biden would say, I am not running, guess what? Those people are going to go in there. And look, I, I believe Donald Trump will be the nominee of the Republican Party. But if if something would happen, I think it would be Ron DeSantis that could get enough votes. And I, I just see this as a potential for a 2024 presidential debate if it's Gavin Newsom and um, Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to bring it out. I already know I'm going to talk about this on the next episode. So I went ahead and uh, I'm just giving you a heads up of what we're going to be talking about on the next episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. All right. Despin Ryder torches torch for accusing child of blackface at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've I never been to an NFL game. If I ever had the opportunity, I probably would go. Um, I've been to college ball games. I've been to high school, tons of high school football games. Right now, we're in the middle of uh, the Louisiana high school football playoffs. It is semifinals this week. There's two teams. I'm hoping that goes to the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome. 
if that happens, no, I say Mercedes. It's the uh, Caesar Superdome now. I forget the when I grew up it was Louisiana Superdome. But anyway, I'm chasing a rabbit right there. Um, but if I ever had the opportunity to go, I would go to a game. Now, it, it, an experience like that, especially if you take a child, you want them to live out that experience. You want them to feel the energy in that stadium or in that dome. You you re, you really want, and it should be a. It should be an experience like no other. And ladies and gentlemen, it's sad that a nine-year-old child is getting publicity right now. And I'm not, it's not, it's not nothing for good. As the article read, uh, a newspaper who I'm not aware of, I never read Deadspin, uh, is a sports newspaper and a writer for the sports blog. Uh, was was he he went ahead and and struck a nerve online after he accused a child of wearing blackface at a Kansas City game. Now Deadspin put this article in there and they called for the NFL to speak out against this. What it was is and I don't have the name of the child here, but this nine year old boy went to a Chiefs games. I think with his dad. They were playing the Las Vegas Raiders last weekend. And he wore a chief headpiece. He had a Travis Kelsey jersey on, and he put face paint on it on him. And CBS now everything is done by a producer in a in a uh, in a van. If you never watch the NFL or shows, you will see that they're in this van. All these screens, ladies and gentlemen. I, I've been I, I I've been inside the the Sunlight Broadcasting Network building for Jimmy Swaggart Ministries, and you see all the panels, you see the producer sitting there is telling people what to do on live record, uh, live shows or in recordings. They're, dictate, they're dictating the camera how to go. And just so happened when the producer told him to look at this little boy and put the camera, this, the camera guy on him, this nine-year-old boy turned, and the face paint color she had was black and red. And all they caught in the camera was this profile of the black paint on his face. And instantly this triggered this writer of Deadspin to criticize this nine-year-old boy, calling him a racist, calling him uh, offensive to the Native community because he is wearing a headpiece. Then criticize the CBS in... In the NFL for not calling this out when it happened. Now, as I said in the first segment, this guy don't do what I do and tell you all the facts. But the facts of the matter is this little boy was didn't have his whole face with black paint. On one side, he had red paint, which is which matched his outfit. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said, this is supposed to be enjoyable. For a child. Look, like I said, look, I, I'm never, I, I never went ahead and went to a football game with green, with paint all over my face and all that. I'm not, I'm not that crazy of a fan. But nine out of 10, if I would go and my kids would say, hey, can we wear some Saints uh, face on, stuff on our face? Ladies and gentlemen, I would let them go. Now, look, I'm glad this wasn't a Saints game. Thinking about, th- talking about that because the Saints are black and gold. And I, it, it would... It would it would shock the world that they would get a fan, a Saints fan, wearing black and gold face paint. Uh, is that is that will he? And I'm asking the question. It is hypothetical because it would never happen because the, the 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 Saints are named after a Christian, um, a, a Christian name, Saints. We call ourselves the Saint, the Saints of God, um, and that's because of New Orleans history and all. But they're called the Saints. I, I, oh my goodness, are they offending the Catholic community because they're wearing black and gold face paint? And look, ladies, look, first off, this child shouldn't have even got targeted. This is scum of the earth when you go after a child. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, so he didn't show the whole picture. He didn't show the red paint. When he got to the red paint, he said, well, it's, even, it's, it's more offensive because now he's offending the Mexican community. Ladies and gentlemen, and look, I, I didn't do it. 
but Dan Bongino did it. Dan Bongino, I just saw an article where Dan Bongino wore the exact face covering on his podcast and said, look, I'm giving you the double barrel finger. I'm not going to do it here because I don't believe in doing that. But ladies and gentlemen, attacking a child. Now, like I said, this this is nine years old. The, the parents of the, uh, I think it was Fox News that did a, a report on it. Um, no, correction, not even Fox News, Jesse Waters. Young chief fans and dad responds to blackface uh, claims never meant to disrespect any Native uh, Native Americans. But it was also said that the, the, Amer the, the family is Native American. Oh, you see, and look, Deadspin did not print a retraction out of this. Ladies and gentlemen, and first off, like I said, a child should not have to go through this. A family should not have to go to a, a game that's supposed to be enjoyable and, and, and fight this after. It should be a game where you, you're going to watch your, I'm going to quote right, your football team and enjoy it. But get the, have the national spotlight on you. Because of the face paint you wore. Now, I'm just thinking about this. I don't know why the Native Americans would be offended at this. Didn't the didn't the, the Native Americans smear war paint on their faces before they went into battle? Ladies and gentlemen, a chief, to have a headpiece like a chief, it is an honor to be a chief in the Native American community. But you have liberal whack jobs like the writer of this article from Deadspin politicizing all this. Which leads me to my next point for this story. When did... I know I'm going to... I'm just thinking about it. I'm going to offend some people, especially people on the left if they're listening. When did you become a sissy where everything you watch is offensive liberals? I'm not talking to the conservatives. We're fine. Okay. You know, it, it goes to the point like this. When we're offended, like at the FBI arresting a preacher on the street for standing in front of abortion clinic. Or we're offended by the people that 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 they come against uh, the rights to pray and preach, or the people that criticize us for being pro-life. We get offended, and they tell us, "Shit, just let that roll over your skin. Let that roll over your back. You're fine. You're conservative. You can take it." But these 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 wimps on the left see a little boy with paint on his face. We're offended. Oh, he disrespected the black community. Oh, he disrespected the Native Americans and the Mexican community. <coughs> and the Native Americans and the black people and 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 the the, the 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 Mexicans are like, we're not offended. But these white liberal whack jobs. Oh, you need to be offended. That's blackface. The boy was not on a stage acting like a black man. He was cheering on his team. And you have a left-leaning whack job get offended at a boy cheering on an NFL football team. Their colors are red, yellow, and black. But you have... Look... I need to find a dude's name because I'm going to call him out. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Because ladies and gentlemen, I, I, yeah, the writer was Carl, Karen Phillips, Mr. Phillips, grow up hair. Stop letting, stop letting everybody and everything offend you. Ladies and gentlemen, I just, I, Come on, what? Watch, okay, okay. Well, look, look, even on a point, why is this dude watching football? Because didn't Colin Kaepernick compare this to slavery? 
He should have turned off the TV. I, I, I just can't imagine sitting down watching a game. And something like that offends me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, look, uh, thinking back at it. Don't like like Colin Kaepernick sitting down for the national anthem or taking a knee. That that offended me. That should offended every blood, every true, blue, blooded red uh, red red blooded American. It should have, because he he was disrespecting the country. This little boy did not put on his this this face paint and say I'm gonna offend some people today. But this left-leaning whack job, Phillips, thought upon himself to, to hold the torch and call out this young boy for wearing a team color on his face. Ladies and gentlemen, how far our country has gone? And look, look on, on a third note, because I, I just thought about this. This is a sports website. A sports website pushing a political left-leaning agenda. Now, look, I, look, I've been on, I've been on sports podcasts already. My my good friend Jordan Taylor from Under the Lights, great great guy, great sportscaster, great team out there for Under the Lights. I have been on his show, and the only time I mention something about politics is when I talk about the show. And unless they ask me something about politics, I don't talk about politics. I talk about sports because I'm there to talk about sports. Why the heck is Mr. Phillips writing about a, 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 a fan in the stands? <clears throat> Excuse me. A nine-year-old boy. Stick to the issues. Talk about Taylor Swift. And Kelsey, which that don't, that has nothing to do with sports, just because of tra uh, Travis Kelsey. Ladies and gentlemen, this is look, I'm, look cancel culture. You you need to stop. And I'm I'm gonna say, look, any anybody, any 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 left leaning person. I normally don't do this, but I, I will do it now because I think it needs to be said. Phillips, open the door. If you're like Phillips, and you get a by Land of the Lake butter or Aunt Jemima's syrup or a fan wearing black paint and call it blackface, which he did not report all the all the facts. He just showed the blackface to show his to get his point across. You need to grow a pair and you need to stop being a wussy. You need to stop being a a a a a a a a a He's making me mad. You, you need to stop letting everything offend you. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I get I get tons of comments on my TikToks and my, my YouTube stuff, my YouTube videos. You don't see me coming here. It, 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 it's rare if I come here and talk about a comment. But ladies and gentlemen, for this man to go after a boy like that, it's wrong. It, it is wrong. And you, you need, you need to, you need to grow a set. You need, you need, you need, you need to put your big boy pants on, and 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 to let that roll off your back. Especially some disinnocent making something out of nothing. With that being said, we'll be right back in a few moments. So please stay tuned. How you doing, everyone? Isaac Hayes here. In America, hair loss is a problem for most adults. Sixty percent of men will have to deal with hair loss. By the age of 50 and 50% 50 of women will experience hair loss in their lifetime. Now, some people may not worry about the receding hairline, but if you are, I want to tell you about hair club hair club has 40 plus years dedicated to restoring hair and rebuilding confidence. They have over 650 expert consultants and 120 locations across America to help you on your journey to stop your hair loss. If you would like to see what Hair Club can do for you, go to the description of this episode and hit the link to their website and schedule an appointment with one of their consultants to get you what you need to restore your hair. Remember to use the promo code BGSMedia10 at the checkout to get 10% off the price. You're my peace of mind. 
To the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Yeah, you on the left. You 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 think you're big and bad because you're going after a little boy wearing face paint. <laughs> I just uh you, you need a, you need a you need to get your big boy pants on. You just need you just need to get your big band. That, that's just, and that, that upsets me. It, it's something that small. Look, there is a lot more on this in this earth that we can focus on. Okay? There is a lot more on this earth that people could take, you know, spend their time doing better than criticizing a child. I just, uh, it makes me mad. It makes me a nine-year-old boy. Uh, that morning of the game, I could, I, I don't know if this is true. I haven't heard an article from, I haven't heard the video, heard the interview from with Jesse Waters, but I'm just, I'm just saying, that little boy probably woke up that morning, just saying, look, I'm going to a game. And just not any game. I'm going to my favorite team's game. And I want to be decked out. I can see the dad taking pictures. Oh, look Look how cute he looks. And you wake up on Monday morning. You have a, 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 a left-leaning baboon write an article attacking your son. And your son is plastered all over the television. I, could you imagine that little boy? Daddy, I didn't mean to do anything. I didn't mean to do anything wrong. But that's like the left. You can't hurt their feelings. But heck on your feelings. It don't matter how old you are. If you judge, if you, if you, if, if we, if we sn the sniff a hit of conservatism, we're going to call it out or, or or racism or there was nothing. There was this little boy did not wake up that morning and say, look, I'm going to go offend some black people by putting on black face paint. But I'll, I'll just call Mr. Phillip what he is, uh, a left leaning baboon. This left leaning baboon watching the Chiefs game. He probably was mad because the Raiders were losing. Maybe he was a Raiders fan. And look, let's even go with that. Look, by golly, you know how many people have probably had black face paint on that in that stadium? I'm just thinking about it. They played the Raiders. Raiders are black and silver. What about the dude that wears the shoulder pads with the spikes? And look, 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 a lot of people have made this assumption. I'm, I, see, you can't tell what color that dude is. <laughs> see, the little boy, you notice he was white by his collar. Oh, this was a white man or a white child. See, the, the guy, the guy is dressed in the in the in the, the shoulder pads with the spikes and, and has the black and silver face paint. You really can't tell if he's white or black. So we can't take that chance and call him out for racist, but we can call a nine-year-old boy. Ladies and gentlemen, it, it's sad that we got to a point where being white is a crime in America. It's sad that we've gotten to a point where you being white it, it, it is bad. And look, I wasn't planning on going this way, but it, it, it makes, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to go this way. It, it, it's sad that we have, you know, you, you have to be cautious with the black community, the Native American community, the Mexican community, the Asian community. You have to, all of the races, you have to be gentle and cautious not to offend them. But a white man, oh, we can offend him all day long. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, just there was no base basis for calling this little boy a racist. But guess what? They did. And that's how the left is. The left don't care about your feelings. But by golly, don't offend their feelings. Don't call a liberal racist. I'm not racist. But they can call us conservatives that all day long. It's sad. It's sad that we live in a country like this. And all right. So let's continue. Uh, United Nations set to call on Americans, not the whole world, just Americans, to reduce meat consumption. Why? Well, the old, they they want to 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 do this because the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization. Uh, wants to stop greenhouse initiatives. 
and you see if if um I don't know how not eating meat does that, but according to them, uh, it would recommend the nation that uh, that over consumes meat to limit their consumption as part of the border to affect the re uh, reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Um, the failure of leading meat and dairy companies to reduce emissions underlines the urgent need for more policy focus on the food and agricultural sector. Jamie Collar, the chair and founder of the FAR in initiative, a investing network that works with financial institutions to promote climate friendly agriculture worldwide said in a recent statement, food system emissions deserve a place at the top of the table along energy and transport as they represent an, uh, estimate third of the greenhouse gas initiatives and 40% of methane. He continued investors help the first ever public publication of a food and our cultural roadmap at COP 23 this month will categorize, uh, culturize the transition to 1.5 degree and more substance food system. So ladies and gentlemen, in the name of global warming, stop eating meat. And it's not, hey, I'm hungry. Where's it at? It's, hey, where's the beef? In the field because we can't eat them. Ladies and gentlemen, how stupid. Like I said, the UN has bigger fish to fry. No pun intended. They got more important issues. But they're calling on America to stop eating beef. How? Because, why? Because we're going to burn up. Ladies and gentlemen, if climate change is true, yes, it, 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 if we do this, we'll delay it for a few years, but the the, the beef is going to fry because it's going to be too hot. I'd rather cook them now where I can eat them and enjoy them. Let them burn now. Let them fry in the frying pan now. Let them go in the stew with my rice and gravy. Ladies and gentlemen, this country, this world is going crazy. Telling people not to eat beef. Because it's going to, if we, if you keep eating, if you keep eating the cows and the pigs and the, and, and, and all the animals, they got to process that and the gas that goes on the mission and then we're going to die. Ladies and gentlemen, climate change, in my opinion, is a hoax. It is, it is a hoax. It is, it's not real. Ladies and gentlemen, come on. I'm not talking about my audience. I, my audience is intelligent. You're listening to this show. You're informed. But the UN, that, that we got a war in the Middle East. We got... Trouble in, the, in Ukraine. China's threatening to go attack Taiwan. What is their, what is their number one issue? Tell Americans to stop eating meat. Think about it. I'm just, it's, it's backwards. Ladies and gentlemen, eating meat will not stop climate change. It, it, ladies and gentlemen, nothing's going to stop climate change if climate change is real, which I don't believe it is. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I read the book. I read the end of the book. This world will it will be it will be torched by fire, but it's to refurbish the world, and it's going to be God's holy fire, not 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 us, not the earth burning up. Ladies and gentlemen, us stop eating pork chops and steaks will not stop climate change. But according to the left, and ladies, look, look, I'm going to a point with this as well. If climate change is real, why don't every politician go on the stage and say, we are vegans? Live by our example. Don't eat meat. You know what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, if the American people, if the government tells the American people we're not processing meat no more, they're going to have steaks. They're going to have pork chops. They're going to have whatever type of meat they want in their freezer. You know why? Because they live in the premise, we're the politicians we deserve meat because we're saving the planet and our meat consumption don't affect the planet but you peasants y'all 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 citizens y'all have to 
sacrifice while we don't. And that's what gets me mad about politicians. Y'all stop driving cars while we drive ours. Y'all stop flying in planes while we have our jet fueling up, ready to go to God knows where. Y'all don't eat steak while I'm getting ready to go eat my T-bone at the White House or the, the state building. And look, this is why people are upset at politicians. Because they're hypocrites. They don't talk about climate change and saving the planet, especially the left. They don't talk about that because they care about the planet. No, that's votes. I promise you, if more Democrats would say, hey, it's a hoax, more, I mean, uh, more Democrat voters would say, hey, it's a hoax, and we're not voting for you because you believe in climate change, look how far, look how, this, you're going to see how fast politicians change their mind about global, global uh, climate change. Who what used to be cl uh, global cooling, then global warming, now is climate change. All right, let's move on. Um, I said in the last episode, ladies and gentlemen, that you couldn't trust a terrorist. And Israel went through their ceasefire. They extended the ceasefire for two days because Hamas promised to get more uh, hostages out for more prisoners. They agreed to it. And it came out November 28th, which was uh, Monday. Oh, uh, no, 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 Tuesday. Uh, the Israel Defense Forces said on Tuesday that terrorists have violated temporary ceasefire in Gaza after the forces came under attack in multiple locations. Ladies and gentlemen, I talked about it on the last episode. Was this a good idea to do? And I, I made my opinion very clear. No, it was not. Because I said the ceasefire would go ahead and it would it would um it would turn back to hurt Israel because it would give the Hamas terrorists time to regroup, move their move their equipment somewhere else, and poor Israel would would be in the crosshairs. And guess what had happened? I think the last day of the ceasefire. Hamas went ahead and tacked multiple, multiple locations with Israel forces. Now, Hamas has also said that Israel defied the ceasefire as well because they didn't give enough humanitarian aid to the, to the people of Gaza. Uh, there's a big difference with not giving food and shooting people. But see, Hamas don't care. Because, and look, I... I Dan Bongino said it's a force. I don't believe it's a force. There is demonic spirits out there. I feel the I feel that these people are full of demonic spirits. For for a person to take a gun and shoot innocent people, you have to have you have to have something wrong with you mentally. Um, on a note, they also released a 10-month-old baby. Who in the heck kidnaps a 10-month-old baby? except to try to care for it or get back at somebody. These people kidnap a 10-month-old baby that they had to take care of. Now they released the 10-month-old baby, thank goodness. But who does that? Now, ladies and gentlemen, if I was Israel, I would tell them, hey, the time of ceasefires are over. We're coming. As uh, as a, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, it was Tombstone. The, the actor that, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the actor that played uh, Wyatt Earp on Tombstones. Uh, Kurt Russell. That's who it was. Kurt Russell. As Kurt Russell said in Tombstones, Israel should say, I'm coming and the hell's a coming with me. That's what Israel should do. And ladies and gentlemen, this, this right here, this demonstration of not keeping the cease, the, 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 the planned ceasefire. Just show Israel, hey, we don't, we can't trust these people. Israel shouldn't have let that many prisoners go. And I understand they were like, well, hold on, we, you know, we're trying to get some out, we're trying to help. Look, we have two hundred some odd people in still. Uh, they were hostages. Now we got it's down to under two hundred. But, ladies and gentlemen, is my opinion, Israel shouldn't have done that. But this just shows Hamas. But this is the people that pro Hamas protesters are all over this country saying. Oh, oh, we need to, we need to, we need to, we need to go ahead and, and, and make sure that Israel ain't being a big bully. And ladies and gentlemen, look, look the media is good for this. Look, I, because I had an article and I was supposed to talk about it on the last show, I think, or uh, on my week off, I, I brought it up. I was supposed to talk about, it. there were three Palestinian men that got shot at. Now, I, I don't know the whole details. I don't know if they got hurt or, but they were shot at. And the media's first reaction was, this should be a hate crime. 
Where was those where was those cries for hate crimes when you had Jewish students in a library locked in the library in fear for their life? Was that a hate crime? But three Palestinian look, it was wrong. Whoever did it, they shouldn't have done it. But it was just three Palestinian men get attacked. And the first words out of the media's mouth is, oh, oh, we need to, oh, we need to not promote hatred. We need to, we, will they be charged with hate crimes? Oh, I remember one article. Oh, it's getting too far now. We had Jewish people locked in a library in New York. And the media didn't even give it that much coverage. Look at the double standard. It, it, it's sad. All right, so uh, I was supposed to go more into depth with this, but I, as I said, I started chasing rabbits. Um, the Hunter Biden investigation, and this is the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, is really getting uh, getting tense. Uh, Hunter Biden agreed to a House Oversight Committee testimony. Now, it's supposed to be behind closed doors. I When I first saw it, I was like, well, why not open? Now, there's a reason why the Republicans want to do closed door. They may be talking about sensitive information. They might be talking about top secret documents. We don't know. But Hunter Biden comes back and says, well, no, I want to open. I want, I want it open to the public. And I'm glad the Republicans stood their ground. The Republicans told Hunter Biden he must answer questions behind closed doors before a public hearing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know what they want, why they want to talk to him behind closed doors. I would think an open um, public hearing would be better, in my opinion. But if Hunter Biden wants it, I, it's kind of shady. And I started thinking about it. Um, an open public hearing, they can kind of dictate how things are going to go, or they can they could they could go ahead and make some. I don't know. It just, ladies and gentlemen, why want you know? It's going to be bad either way. Especially the Republicans. But for the Republicans to want to close their meeting, there must be something that's going on. But the bigger story is Hunter Biden agreeing to this. Now, he was subpoenaed, so he has to show up. If he don't show up, he'll be a contempt of Congress, and then there's a whole lot of legal issues and all that. But I'd like to hear what happens with this. Because I'm going to keep my eyes on this story because there is, like, town hall put out a, a story says breaking Hunter Biden agrees to a congressional testimony, but there is a catch. And uh, it talks about, you know, Hunter Biden is trying to play by his own rules instead of following the rules required of everyone else. They won't stand with house Republicans that won't stand with house Republicans are lawful issues subpoenaed to Hunter Biden requires him to appear for a deposition on December 13 house oversight committee. James Comer released in a statement on Tuesday. We accept full cooperation with our subpoena for the deposition, but also agreed that Hunter Biden should have the opportunity to testify in public setting at a future date. Biden has agreed to appear in front of the House Oversight Committee for our open door testimony as long as lawmakers on Capitol Hill continue their investigation into his shady business partnership with President Biden. Uh, let me see if they say anything. Uh, they talk about the, the president and all. So, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, he is agreeing. And like I said, it, we won't be able to see what they said behind the closed doors. Now, will he come back for an open hearing? I would hope so. Because I would like to see the House committee, House Republicans, questioning Hunter Biden and ask him about those payments that he got from his dad that were loans. And if he had any proof that his dad gave him the loans, like writing a check. See, if his dad would have wrote a check and then him paying it back, hey, we can say, well, look, there's a check that proves that he gave him a loan. But there was no checks. Except the one being written to Hunter to Joe Biden. So we're going to have to see what happens. Like I said, I'm going to continue looking into this. But with that being said, that's going to end this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show today. We will be back. I want to I want to go ahead and talk about the the uh, the debate between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. It's called the Battle of the Governors, Red State versus Blue State. They're promoting it like that. Um, we're going to see what happens. So uh, I will be talking that nine out of 10, I'll be talking about that on the next episode, unless something major happens. But again, that's going to end this episode. I want to thank you as always for continually listening to this Cajun conservative show. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said, uh, our rap came out for Spotify and it, it, it gave me some good news and I'm excited to see what the show has in store. At the beginning of the year, we are doing some changes 
And I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens with this show. But again, thanks to Smith Truck and Equipment Sales for sponsoring this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. I'm excited to work with you guys. We are great partners. And until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is King. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon. Don't be fade of heart, ladies and gentlemen, because Jesus has already overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, reach out to me. I'll tell you, make Jesus your Savior and heaven your home. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one. And he is the open